I don't mean to be so uptight But my heart's been hurt a couple times By a couple guys that didn't treat me right I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna lie Alexa, play Meant to Be Okay If it's meant to be, it'll be, it'll be Baby, just let it be If it's meant to be with Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get access to over 50 million songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Blog Talk Radio. everybody for uh, listening in to the Hot Corner Show with Dr. Ray. Dr. Ray is uh, actually running a little bit late. He is uh, currently with a client, not with a client, with a uh, patient of his, and he is uh, about to be finished with his last patient of the the evening. So uh, thank you for listening in, and we will be right back right after these uh, few words from one of our ISPS sponsors. Hey, this is Manuel Ferrero coming to you from the ISPS radio studios, reminding you to visit our sponsor, Hitting Jacket, at hittingjacket.com. An official training tool and on-deck weight of ISPS. Remember to use the discount code ISPS for 10% off everything at HittingJacket.com. Pop Toss batting teams are the batting teams for the 21st century. Visit them online at 21stCenturyBattingTees.com and make sure you use the coupon code ISPS in the checkout for an exclusive discount for ISPS radio listeners. Remember, that's 21stCenturyBattingTees.com, and the promo code is ISP. 
P.S. Wachera is the official sliding pants of ISPS. They have styles for both women and men, and they are offering ISPS radio listeners an exclusive discount when you type ISPS at the checkout at Muchera.com. That's Muchera.com, M-U-C-H-E-R-A.com, and use promo code ISPS. All right. Welcome into the Hot Corner, everybody. It's me, your host, Dr. Ray T. How's everybody doing out there tonight? Well, I hope, since I know that you can't answer me, but... uh, Happy to be here with you again on a Thursday night. Wow, I'm back in the old hot corner mode. It's now officially Wednesday night here on the hot corner. Uh, Same same bad time, same bad channel every single week. Um, As always, I'm here with the man, the myth, the legend, uh, Mr. Manuel T. Ferrero III, the commissioner of ISPS and the man who makes all this happen. Uh, Manny, how are we doing tonight, sir? All right. Manny must be having some technical difficulties himself. Hi, I'm um, here, Dr. Ray. Are you here? Can you hear me now? Oh, yeah, I can hear you. I'm I'm sorry. I was running a little bit late. Uh, um, Not a problem, always. Dr. Ray. I hope I hope everything turned out well with your with your patient. Oh, definitely, definitely. Just just a routine thing. Um, everything's always good. Uh, th- thankfully, the emergencies here are very far and few in between. Uh, but when they do happen, we're definitely ready to take care of them. So um, how are you doing tonight, Manny? Everything's going well? I'm doing great, Dr. Ray. Um, can't wait to start the show tonight. We have uh, we have a special guest on the show tonight, Lashinda from DJ's Auto Collision. And uh, I'm actually kind of happy that we're going to speak about auto collision and stuff because I- I- I'm pretty sure a lot of softball players have a particular question when it comes to auto collision out there in the softball field, particularly um, the location of where you park your car uh, near a softball field. So I'm pretty sure a lot of our listeners are going to have some questions for that. And uh, and flu season, I'm, I'm interested in, in tonight's show about that because I have a particular question I want to ask you, Dr. Ray, about uh, – some uh, charity work that I'm going to do at the Joe DiMaggio Hospital down here in South Florida. And, um, you know, we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later on the show. But great, great show on the hot corner tonight, Dr. Ray. Yes, sir. I'm super excited. Anytime we can have a special guest on the show, it's always great. Um, Always good to know about, you know, the different services that we have down here in Miami and, and to support local business down here in Miami. Um, and, of course, to know where to get quality service, you know. There's nothing better than getting a referral or knowing about, uh, you know, a business before you actually get there. Um, so it's great to be able to have, you know, the uh, the opportunity to have some people out here on the show. And tonight we're going to have uh, Lashinda from DJ's Auto Collision, and we're going to get to her in just a couple moments. Um, but as you mentioned, Manny, there is a lot that we're going to be talking about tonight on the show. Um, in addition, to, well, let's talk a little bit about first about our uh, our health topic of the night. It is going to be about the flu shot, um, but I also want to incorporate um, a little bit of <clears throat> auto collision and how healthcare can play a role in there, especially chiropractic and, you know, some things that you want to look out for and some things that you want to be careful with in the event that you do get into an accident and some things that you do need to know as far as changes in the law 
that could prevent you from technically getting services that you need uh, covered by your insurance. So we're going to talk a little bit about those, uh, a little bit about those things. Um, and then in addition, we definitely want to talk some about uh, college football as always, and we're going to talk about the uh, the Hot Corner Listener League. It's been 14 weeks of fun um, in the Hot Corner Listener League. It's hard to believe that it's been 14 weeks already, but uh, the league now is set up for the um, for the playoffs, and we're going to be talking about the playoffs. We're going to be talking to those that yeah, just I, to I, the playoffs. <laughs> I really don't want to. I don't want to talk about that, Doctor Ray. Not on, not on tonight's show. <laughs> and and then none, none of that tonight, huh? <laughs> All right. Well, no, no, for what? For what? What do we got to talk about fantasy football for? For what? Gotcha. All right, all right. Well, uh, maybe we'll talk a little bit about it. We'll talk a little bit about it. Um, all right, great. So, well, i tell you what. Since we have our, our guest on the line here, uh, why don't we go ahead and bring uh, Lashinda on so we can start to talk a little bit about DJ's auto auto uh, repair and find out a little bit about the services they provide and, and the quality of work that they do up there. Um, Lashinda, are you there tonight with us? Yes, I'm here. How Hi, how are you? I'm doing excellent. How about you? Good, good. All right, glad to hear. So why don't you start out by telling us um, again, the name of your company and where we might be able to find you online um, for the listeners out there to know, you know, as maybe maybe some of them are on the computer right now, um, they can check out your website and your social media and that. So why don't you go ahead and let us know about that as we get into the interview here. Okay. the um, Our company is DJ Auto Collision Center, and um, we can be found online at djbodyshop.com. Um, our Facebook page is DJ Auto Collision Center, and we're also on Instagram, DJ Auto. All right, excellent. Um, so obviously, you guys are auto collision, and mm-hmm. you know there's 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 definitely steps that go into um, you know an, an auto accident, and you know finding a place to go. So now that they know where to go. Um, in the event of an accident, what do you recommend? Are there certain steps that people should take? Um, and let's start it right from the scene of the accident. What would you say is the best course of action to take, Lashinda? Okay, absolutely. Accidents are always um, kind of frightening, especially when you get into them, because, um, you know, you don't obviously expect to get in, into an accident. But the first thing to do is to make sure that, you know, the vehicle is safe and you, if you're hurt or if anyone on the scene is hurt, to definitely call 911. If you're in an area that um, that is in harm's way that you want to try to move the vehicle um, off to the side if you possibly can so it won't cause any additional damage. Um, on the scene of the accident, it's always important to get the information um, of any witnesses that may have seen what happened and to, to try to find out if the person that you were in an accident with has insurance or is there any information, any pertinent information that you need to get from them, their phone number, um, their license plate number, things like that. So in the event that, you know, the police takes a while to get there, the other person decides to leave, you at least have that information readily available. Excellent. Um, and do you recommend taking pictures or anything like that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Everyone has um, a phone. Um, I would take the pictures almost immediately. 
to make sure that, you know, there's no alteration when a tow truck comes to pick up the car and any damage isn't maximized from anything that may have occurred after the accident. So I, I would definitely take pictures if 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 you can. Okay, definitely. That's that's great advice right there. So <clears throat> once somebody gets into an accident and they take care of all those things and they have the other person's information, you know, what, what are some of the rights that they have as consumers um, once they get into an accident here in the state of Florida? Well, a lot of people don't understand that. If you have an insurance company, a lot of times the insurance company will say to you that you have to go to a specific facility. That's not the case. You can go to any body shop that you feel would, you know, do the best job for you. The insurance companies are obviously out to make sure that they're taken care of, but you need to make sure that you go to a body shop that's going to take care of the customer. At DJ Auto Collision Center, we're going to make sure that, you know, the insurance company will want to follow the rules and regulations that they have, but we're going to make sure that the customer is taken care of, that the parts that they receive are the appropriate parts, that the cost is appropriate to them. And we want to make sure that at their, the end result will be satisfactory not only for the customer but for the insurance company as well. So people believe that they have to go to, um, you know, a direct repair facility. They don't necessarily have to go to a direct repair facility. They can choose whichever repair facility that they want to go to. Okay, excellent. So basically you can go to any body shop, but you do want to make sure that the body shop is going to be able to kind of speak the language of the insurance company and help out on Absolutely. that end, right? Absolutely. You want to make sure that, you know, you're getting the most out of your coverage. We don't pay insurance to get less than what we're paying for. We want to make sure that we're getting everything that that we should get from the coverage that we're paying for. Okay. Um, so can you take us kind of step-by-step step through the auto body repair process then? Once, a, once somebody comes to you and they've been in an accident, what can they expect from there? Okay. So once um, a person gets into an accident, if they are using the insurance company, Generally, we ask that you get the claim number. Once once you obtain the claim information, the claim number, then we take it from there. We contact the insurance company and have an estimator come out to give us an estimate on the vehicle. We make sure that once the estimate is written, then we try to tear down the car. So if the bumper is messed up, you may have damage inside of the bumper that the um, insurance adjuster didn't necessarily see. So we take off the bumper, we make sure that there's no internal damage, and if there are internal damages, we contact the insurance company to come back out and we write a supplement for that. Once that's taken care of, we order any necessary parts that that you may need, and then we start the prepping process. We, If there's any um, body work that needs to be done, we take care of the body work, and then we take it, send it to our prep department. Once that's done, we paint it, and then we polish it, and we give it back to the customer. Wow, you make it sound so easy. That's awesome. Exactly. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, so, you know, when you say that there's an estimate and there's a supplement and those kinds of things, is there certain things that you should look for in an estimate or certain things that the estimate should include? Absolutely. You need to make sure that the estimate has everything that 
that the body shop is going to do to the car. So if they're going to tear it down apart, if they're going to purchase a part, if they're going to add something in, you want to make sure all of that information is located on the estimate. You, you don't want to just leave with a price and you're not knowing what you're getting specifically for, for what you're paying. So everything needs to be kind of outlined on what it is that you're getting and what you should expect when you pick up your vehicle. Okay, great. And so that estimate, does the insurance company just write the check based off of that estimate or do they wait for the work to be completed? I think you said that, you know, they, they usually write the check from the estimate and then if there's more that needs be, then there's the supplement, correct? Exactly, exactly. So generally the insurance company will write the check then and there for the for the repairs, but if there's anything additional that they didn't find from the very beginning, then they'll come out and, and write a check for whatever amount that, that would be. Okay, excellent. That sounds good. Um, all right, so this is one question that I'm sure a lot of our listeners are going to have, um, and me also dealing with insurance. Can you explain mm -hmm. the deductible and how the deductible works? Yes. A lot of people, uh, you know, seem to be confused when it comes to the deductible. And the easiest way that I kind of explain it is if, if the damage is $1,000 and your deductible is $200, the, com the insurance company will write the check to the body shop for $800, the ability to um, pay the additional $200. The good thing about the body shop is that we, we work with the customer and, and at times we're even able to waive the deductible depending on the amount of damage we take a percentage off or we can even waive it. So that's a, a plus that we have um, in comparison to other shops. Okay, excellent. So that definitely sounds good. Um, less money people have to come out of pocket, especially after an accident because, you know, exactly. usually you have to deal with a rental and this and that and there's loss of time. And so it's just a big inconvenience. But it definitely sounds right. like you guys at DJs really help out. Um, to, to make it as convenient as possible for everybody. Right. We try to minimize the misery. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That almost should go on the business card. <laughs> exactly. Uh, um, <laughs> um, so, Lashinda, what would you say constitutes a quality repair then? What is it that, you know, what's the difference between going to DJs and then, you know, the guy in the corner? Well, when you pick up your car, you should not be able to tell where the accident took place. It should almost look like there was never an accident. So there should not be any blemishes on your vehicle. There shouldn't be anything that even makes a sign that an accident occurred. That's how you know that the repair was done and it was done correctly. So we make sure that we have quality assurance. So when your car is returned to you, you are very satisfied with the product that we provide you. Okay. Oh, wow. That sounds great. Um, definitely some good advice there. Um, all right. So quality repairs is basically, it should look just like nothing ever happened. You should have no exactly. idea. What I know my fiance has a uh, a white car, and she mm -hmm. got some damage on her rear panel. And you can definitely tell that that color of the door there is different than the rest of the car. So that's obviously not a quality repair, right? Right. Right. There there needs to be some type of blending so you you can't see the difference. Now there may be a little bit of difference when it comes to the plastic and the metal standard for any vehicle. So, you know, that shouldn't stand out when you get a repair. So everything should should look like it came from the factory. 
Okay. Got it. All right, excellent. Um, so let's go ahead then, and uh, there's another question that I got here for you. What about warranty? When you're making a repair, um, you know, what kinds of, you know, I guess guarantee or warranty of the work um, should people expect? Well, for the for the warranty, generally in, in the body shop industry, it it's known for you to have a warranty for the lifetime that the lifetime of the vehicle. So, if you have a a paint job done, the quality of the paint, the it, it you should be able to have that job done. And if there's any problems. Even you know, in ten days, fifteen days, ten years, you should be able to come back and say, "Listen, I've I've had this work done, and it's not done correctly, or the paint is peeling. I need it to be fixed." So that's the warranty or the guarantee that you receive when you get your work done at um, our body shop. We want to make sure for the life for as long as you own the vehicle that you don't have to worry about getting that area painted again unless you get into another car accident. But for any other reason, the the paint should be there. It should stay there. It should last. Gotcha. Excellent. Definitely. I couldn't agree with that anymore. Uh, <laughs> definitely. So what would you say, um, you know, is the average length that it takes for one of these repairs to be completed? You know, from when somebody gets into an accident, um, you know, from that day, how long would you say it would take them to get through the whole headache, to get to be done with everything, and to have their car back ready to go? Now, it, it solely depends on how much damage it is. If it's a light accident, it could take one to two weeks. But if it's a major accident where parts need to be ordered, frame machine needs to be um, fixed, the framing needs to be worked on, then that can take about a month depending on the damage. But our goal is to always make sure that we turn around the cars in a time frame where the customers don't have to be in a rental car for a long a long amount of time. I don't like to be without my car even when I'm doing an oil change. So I understand to be without a vehicle, you know, more than a week or two weeks is exhausting. So we try to turn the, turn around the car as quickly as possible. Excellent. That sounds great. Um, well, I know that if I get into an accident, I know where I'm going for sure. Um, Thank you. Where, Very good. <laughs> where is it that you guys are actually located so that our listeners have an idea? It, the address is 3588 Northwest 52nd Street. So we're just north of the Miami International Airport. Oh, wow. Great. So you guys are really centrally located as far as Miami goes. And, uh, do you guys work with rental companies also, or how do you guys handle, you know, the rental cars that, that your clients need? We do. We we generally work with Hertz. Hertz is a company that we um, have a relationship with. So if our customers need a vehicle, we have a relationship with Hertz, and they pick the customers up from our body shop and um, provide them with the vehicle that they need. All right, excellent. No oh, man, you guys have it covered from point A to point Z. That is excellent. <laughs> um, is there is there anything else that you that you know that you guys uh, that you want to let us know or any let any of the listeners know? I know that Manny is probably going to have a question or two for you, um, but that does it on my end. I already you know you you really helped out a lot and cleared up a lot of things, especially about the deductible and 
you know, what to what to do right when the accident does happen and so on and so forth. So it's good that people know this from a credible source because there's a lot of rumors that go around. And, oh, yeah, I heard this exactly. one, time, one time. So thanks for clearing exactly. all that up. Uh, well, Manny, thank you very you much for having me. Oh, yeah, my pleasure. Manny, do you have any questions for Lashinda? Uh, yeah, and uh, I have a specific question to uh, an issue that happens all the time out there on the softball field. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of these parks, the park, the parking situation, the parking spaces are, are designed right behind the home run fence. Somebody hits a home run, yes. they break a window. <laughs> How does that work? Is it covered under your insurance? Is is it because there's all these myths going around that the front windshield is covered, the other windows are not? Can you explain to our audience a little bit about that? Most insurance companies, if if your front dash is um, broken or shattered, most companies, I know State Farm for sure, they take care of that. They cover it, and there is no deductible included. But um, you have to look at your policy just to verify. I know that different um, agencies have different policies, different companies, but I know for sure that State Farm is one that if your windshield is broken or cracked, that they do replace it um, free of charge to the customer. All right. That's great to know, maybe. Yeah, definitely. Hey, Dr. Now I'm not going to worry about parking my car uh, Right I know, but if you bring it to us, we will take care of everything we'll We'll let you know what your insurance policy covers and and we'll work with your insurance company if there's anything that we can get for the customer, we'll make sure that we take care of it for them. Awesome, awesome, that sounds great. um Manny, do you have any other questions? That's pretty much it. That's the one that I generally always see out there, Dr. Ray. You know you know how, how many softball games I see every week. Um, yeah. And it happens. It happens a lot. It um, does. And we, the other day we, we took a, an Instagram picture uh, of a windshield that, that it just happened right in front of my face. I was like maybe 20 feet away from the car that got hit with a home run ball. Wow. It was right on the windshield. Um, so yeah, man, that, and, and everybody always says this and that, and it's great that we have, uh, Lashinda here from DJ's Auto Collision to, uh, to explain a little bit about that. And also, big shout out to, uh, State Farm for, uh, for covering yeah. that no deductible, no nothing. That's pretty cool of them. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Yeah. I know for sure that State Farm does it. The other companies, I'm not exactly sure. But if that ever happens and you all need someone just to find out the information, if you call our office, you know, we, our estimators have a great relationship with the um, adjuster, so we can just give them a call and they'll let us know. They'll let us know what the insurance policy um, says and, and what you have to pay for and what the insurance company pays for. Wow, that's great. You guys really do simplify it. And, you know, when something like this happens, that's exactly what you want to try to get out of the, the collision center that you take your car to. So, uh, Lashinda, I definitely want to thank you for coming on the show tonight and filling thank us all you. in and, uh, you know, making sure that all all the Hot Corner listeners out there know exactly what to do when they get in an accident. Why don't you go ahead and tell everybody again where they can find you online, 
um, and uh, also the address here in Miami so that they so that they have that idea. Okay. Um, we can be reached by phone at 786-457-7774, or you can visit us online at djbodyshop.com, or you can visit us on Facebook, DJ Auto Collision Center. Thank you very much for having me. My pleasure. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming on, and I'm sure I'll be seeing you soon. Yes. All right. Have a good night. You too, Lashinda. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. That was awesome. Love it when the guests come on the show and, uh, you know, tell us and fill us in about all the stuff that they do. Because, you know, everybody out there has a specialty, and it's always important to know about those things. And, I mean, driving in Miami, pretty sure if you haven't been in an accident, at some point you will be, you know, Hopefully, it's nothing serious. Hopefully, it's just a car that has damage. In the event that you also sustain an injury um, in in your accident, and, you know, a lot of, I can't tell you how many people may come into the office and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, I have this problem, and I think it's from a car accident that I had a long time ago, but I never got it taken care of. That, I think, is probably the complaint that I hear the most. So my advice as a chiropractor and as a specialist of the spine is that even if your car crash was 10 miles an hour, it can still cause damage to your spine that will accelerate degeneration and cause problems in the future. So if you get into a car accident, you want to try to be seen by a health professional, and I definitely recommend a chiropractor because they can find out what's going on with you, assess you very rapidly, see if you need any type of special imaging, Chiropractors that deal with accidents are going to have relationships with orthopedic surgeons, with neurologists, with whatever it is that you're going to need, and they can refer you to these people if it's necessary. You don't want to go to a doctor that's going to recommend surgery before conservative type of care, and this is in the event of of a very bad accident. So, again, if you have an accident, even 10 miles an hour, you want to be seen by a healthcare professional, and I would definitely recommend a chiropractor such as myself to assess you initially Try a conservative care treatment plan, something that's that's minimally invasive. You know, we use the we use the um, the basic techniques of hot and cold. You know, heat and ice. Uh, we have electric stimulation that can help to break up the pain. A lot of chiropractors can actually send you home with an electric stimulation machine to help with your pain at home when you're not in the office. Um, we do that here at Frontier Spine and Healthcare. In addition. Uh, we can do all kinds of testing for you, nerve conduction testing to see if there's any entrapments anywhere, anything that needs specialties. We can do very light physical therapy here in my office. Some chiropractors do more in-depth physical therapy. In the event that it's really heavily relying upon uh, physical therapy, we'll often co-manage with other physical therapists. But definitely you want to get to somebody that can do a quality exam and then set you up with a lawyer if you if you need a lawyer. Now, not every car accident needs a lawyer. Not every car accident puts $10,000 in your pocket. You know, you hear 411 pain and people think, oh, I'm going to get $10,000 because I got my car crashed into. That $10,000 is actually not supposed to go to your pocket for, you know, you to go and spend on Christmas, but it's actually for you and your health care bills. So that $10,000, again, is for you specifically to go and to, and for that to cover your doctor. So... When you get, you know, into an accident, don't think automatically, oh, I'm going to go to the doctor and the lawyer and they're going to put money in my pocket. Now, sometimes you can receive a settlement, but that's if you have very severe injuries. And trust me that you don't want to have the injuries that it takes to get these settlements. 
yes, the compensation is nice, but at the same time, you're going to be living with an impairment and with a disability, um, you know, for the rest of your life. So you have to figure out, you know, what's better, enjoying life to the fullest or getting an extra couple thousand dollars in my pocket. You know, it depends where you are in your life. Some people may want the money. Um, I would rather live a, a very good quality of life. And if it's a minimal accident, you can preserve that by getting checked out, making sure that you get some treatment, and letting the insurance go ahead and cover that because that's what it's there for. As Lashinda mentioned earlier, you want to definitely use what you're paying for when it comes to these insurance uh, insurances. Um, another thing that I would recommend is when it comes to buying car insurance, always opt for the uninsured motorist policy. The reason is because if you do get into a car crash and the person that crashes into you is uninsured, that means that your insurance company is going to have to take up the whole burden, and that's going to be... Uh, that's going to be a pretty big problem right there. So you want to try to and get that uninsured motorist policy um, taken care of. And um, that will aid in getting your, your care, your health care, as well as getting your car repaired as well too. Um, so one thing that I do want to mention is that there is a statute of limitations. If you get into a car accident, you cannot wait more than two weeks to go see a health care provider. So Again, that's why I said if you get in an accident, don't wait until the pain comes in, all right, because sometimes, you know, right away you're not going to feel much. It's like an exercise. You work out one day, you're not sore the same day. It takes some time to, to settle in, all right, but if there are spinal misalignments that happen over time, that starts to cause problems, and that time frame may be greater than two weeks. So I definitely suggest getting a checkup as soon as you can, regardless of how small the accident was. Then let your doctor go ahead and decide what type of treatment is necessary. Sometimes it's just one treatment plan, six to 12 visits, come in, get some therapy, and you may be right back on your feet. Sometimes it takes a little bit more than that. But it's very important to get evaluated properly for the first time. And within that 14-day time frame so that you can avoid any hassles with your insurance company or having to do any of that. Um, so if there's any questions, uh, Manny, I believe you said that we had a, a question from Twitter. Um, did you want to go ahead and read that out? Uh, sure, Dr. Ray. Give me one second right here. <clears throat> uh, at Capt Captain Caveman Seven, I guess it's C A P T Caveman Seven. He's actually he's had a question for you for a while, uh, but he just keeps missing the show. Uh, what are some recommendations to help cope with DOMS? I have no idea what that is, Dr. Ray, if you want to fill us in. Uh, but DOMS, well, that's, that? that's actually that's actually perfect timing. Um, DOMS is delayed onset muscle soreness, and that's exactly what can happen when you get into a car accident. Um, you get into an accident, there's trauma to your soft tissue, there's trauma to your, to your body, and what ends up happening is those tissues and those that, that have basically torn, they over time then start to create an inflammatory process. That inflammatory process is what starts to create pain. So pain is read by your brain through your immune system, and your immune system sets out certain chemicals that tell your body there's pain here, and there's two reasons. Number one, inflammation is how your body heals. Inflammation brings nutrients, it brings circulation, it helps your body clean up, it brings white blood cells to clean up all the mess, it brings red blood cells to bring nutrients and oxygen, which are necessary for reparation of the injured tissue. 
Secondarily to that, you want to have a construction site that is as still as possible. So your body creates pain so that you don't use that area as often, so that you avoid putting pressure on it, so that you avoid putting more stress on it, so that your body actually gets the opportunity to actually heal and take care of itself. So delayed onset muscle soreness is the process of breaking tissues down and then over time with the way that the body heals, that that inflammatory process causes a delayed onset of that muscle soreness. So there's a couple things that you can do for delayed onset muscle soreness. A lot of them involve therapies such as massage, um, electric stimulation, um, heat circulating with ice, Um, So heat, stretching, and then icing is a great thing to do when you have delayed onset muscle soreness. Also, getting adjusted always helps your body heal at its best, best possible chance. So we've got this ability to heal from all kinds of problems. When we have symptoms that don't go away, um, that means that the body is having trouble healing, and a lot of times that's because of an imbalance. It could be a physical imbalance or a chemical imbalance, but if the nervous system is imbalanced, that means it's going to be very difficult for the body to heal. And that's what chiropractors do is they adjust the bones so that the nervous system doesn't have any interference. It's not the adjustment that actually gets rid of pain. It's the fact that the adjustment gets rid of interference that then allows your body to heal better and the need for pain is gone. So delayed onset muscle soreness can really be helped out by foam rolling. It can really be helped out by... by um, warming up and stretching, a great thing to do is to actually do very low-impact cardiovascular exercise when you have delayed onset muscle soreness because that improves circulation. It's like you're creating inflammation throughout the whole entire body at that point. Um, And that's a very good thing to do. Also, medical massage is excellent. That's something that we have here in the office. Um, Massage for sore muscles is great. It helps to move that circulation. It helps to move all of that all of the, the kind of byproducts of muscle healing into the lymphatics so that they can get reabsorbed by the body and then being broken down by the liver and then put back out into circulation. And So massage is, is probably the best thing that I can say. So coupling a massage with some cardio, low-impact cardio, and then, of course, taking amino acids to help your body rebuild as soon as possible are great ways to help with the late-onset muscle soreness. So that was a great question. I'm glad that he asked, and it tied in perfectly to what we were talking about here. So remember, when you get into that car accident, always go get that checkup because not only muscle soreness is delayed, sometimes the symptoms that result from an accident and from that trauma to your spine can also be delayed. So that's a very important thing. Um, Anything else? Did you have any questions about what I just mentioned, Manny, or or can we move on here? What do you think? No, listen, Dr. Ray, I I love it because uh, who hasn't gotten into an accident? And uh, God forbid you get into another one, but you know this is this is a lot of great information because you always listen to you know a friend of a friend. Hey, I got a cousin. Hey, uh, you know, take it to this guy over here. He'll hook you up. But this is uh, this is great information, Doctor Ray. I, I love it, man. And, and great question from our Twitter listener. Awesome, man. B-O-M-S. I I learned something new. I didn't even know what that meant. There you go, my man. There you go. So now we we, we learn something new every day, hopefully, here on the show, uh, here on the Hot Corner. So um, I wanted to go ahead and move on and get into the flu shot because the flu shot is is a huge, huge, huge deal. Um, And I'm hearing a lot more things lately that I'm not liking so much about the flu shot. And most of it is people getting forced into taking the flu shot. So 
I have a lot of patients that work at Baptist Hospital, and apparently Baptist Hospital will get reimbursed by the government for having a certain percentage of its employees vaccinated by the flu shot. So there's definitely incentive for the employer to have everybody vaccinated at this point. Um, now, if you, if you ask me, getting a flu shot is a mistake unless, unless you have AIDS, a very weak immune system, um, and, and that's pretty much about it, you know, because your body is built to fight the flu. Your body is built to fight virus. Your body's built to fight bacteria. But the key is you have to be healthy. So if you're not healthy, which means you're taking a bunch of medications, you know you're overweight, you don't ever eat fruits and vegetables or lean meats, or, you know, your diet is horrible, you don't do any exercise, these people might be a little bit more interested in getting a flu shot because their body is probably not going to be able to handle a virus as well as somebody who does take care of themselves gets chiropractic care regularly, which really helps to improve the immune system. Um, but in my opinion, getting a flu shot, unless you, again, as I mentioned, have some sort of immunodeficiency, it should not be necessary. And there's a couple good reasons. Um, as a matter of fact, in the archives of pediatric and adolescent medicine, um, there's a report that giving young children, especially flu shots, had no impact on flu-related doctor visits or hospitalizations during the last two flu seasons. In addition to that, there was a large-scale study. 51 studies, all right, were reviewed during the Cochrane Database of Systematic Reviews, and they found out that the flu vaccine was no more effective for children than a placebo shot that they also received, which means that they put the vaccine in some people and they put nothing in somebody else, and they all had the same exact thing, so and they all had the same exact outcomes. So in addition to that, there's another study, okay, which was published in the American Journal of Respiratory and Critical Care Medicine, that there had been no, decrease, no decreases in deaths from influenza or pneumonia, despite the fact that vaccination coverage has increased from 15% in 1980 to 65% today. So you've increased... 50% here, the vaccination coverage, but there's been no decrease in deaths. So to me, that shows no no efficiency, that things are not working, okay? Um, now, here are some things, and one of the reasons, or most of the reasons why I wouldn't get a flu shot. You have acquired immunity, and you have passive immunity. Acquired immunity is when a virus or a bacteria enters your body, you have an antigen-presenting cell which recognizes that body or that, that virus or bacteria, and it takes it to a lymph node, and it basically locks down that lymph node, and that, that lymph node gets swollen. And what happens is you have these, these antibodies that go, and they use proteins that cover that virus and that bacteria as markers, and they learn how to kill it. And then they start to proliferate. And these, these antibodies circulate throughout your body on a regular basis, and any time that they recognize that little protein marker from that same virus or bacteria, they go ahead and they neutralize it before it starts to affect your body. So if you allow your body to do this and to acquire these immunities and build all these antibodies, 
and your immune system is healthy and your body is getting all the nutrients that it needs in order to create these white blood cells and so through a good diet and your nervous system, which is what runs your immune system, is interference-free because of your chiropractic adjustments, you should have zero problem fighting against the flu, fighting against swine flu, fighting against even Ebola. All right, then why did some people die from Ebola and some people didn't? Well, in a country like West Africa where everybody's malnourished, I'm pretty sure most people are going to not have a good outcome there. Now, if that were to be here in America, what happened? It didn't spread. It was the same amount of, you know, there was a huge, you know, crazy thing, and I saw a whole bunch of funny memes. You know, more people have been killed by by Patriot tight ends than by the flu or by influenza and, uh, you know, (laughs) all kinds of things like that. Uh, More people have been married to Kim Kardashian that were killed by, by the Ebola virus. You know, and the flu is on a much smaller scale than that. So, again, if you are being forced into getting the flu shot, you want to try to decline with everything that you possibly can um, because of the fact that acquired immunity is much better for your body than passive immunity, which is what a flu, a flu shot is. So a flu shot is basically a, an attenuated virus or a dead virus that they grow in egg proteins um, basically chicken egg proteins, um, to, to help grow this bacteria or this virus. So in addition to just the virus, it's not like you're just putting a virus into your body. You're also getting cimerosol, which is a mercury-containing uh, chemical to help prevent contamination. As you know, mercury is a huge neurotoxin. Aluminum salts to help stimulate the body's response to the antigen, but aluminum has been shown to decrease um, problems with neurotransmitters, so it can affect your mental health. It can cause things like depression, anxiety, so on and so forth, Um, and also has been linked to Alzheimer's, another reason I would not do that. Sugars and gelatin to help keep the vaccine potent during transportation and storage, basically food for the virus or the bacteria to, to feed on, but something, again, that you don't need to put into your body because sugars always create insulin responses, and we want to keep insulin responses to a minimum. Um, formaldehyde, which if you've ever seen those mad scientist movies and, you know, there's floating eyes and all those kinds of stuff, those are preservatives, um, which are formaldehyde. If you've ever been in a dissection lab, that funky smell, that's formaldehyde. Very toxic to the body. Um, neomycin, which is, or streptomycin, which are antibiotics. So another form of passive immunity here is going on. Now, what else happens with these antibiotics is that they start to kill not only bad bacteria, but good bacteria as well, too, that your body has been cultivating in order to help your immune system continually grow. So in addition to that, there's phenol, which is known as carbolic acid, which is a disinfectant or a dye. Ethylene glycol has been in some of the flu shots, which is also antifreeze. Um, and these are all inside of inside of our vaccines, you know, so... Most people come in and I'm like, hey, you know, uh, they, they tell me, oh, I just got the vaccine. And I'm like, oh, great. Do you know what was in it? And they're like, no, I have no idea. But um, I'm scared to get adjusted. <laughs> so to me, it's a little bit backwards. But, again, it's what we trust and it's what we know. That, uh, flu shots have been so common um, that most people don't don't really take the time to think about it and say, you know what, if I keep myself healthy, I'm not going to need a flu shot because my body can handle that anyway. Um as a matter of fact, there's an MD named Hugh uh, Feudenberg, which is one of the world's leading immunogeneticists. And he did a study that said if an individual has five consecutive flu shots, 
his or her chance of getting Alzheimer's is 10 times higher than if they had one, two, or no shots. So think about that. Every, and, and usually they recommend the flu shot every year. So you're basically doing yourself at that point. Um, but the gradual mercury and aluminum buildup in the brain is what causes cognitive dysfunction. Um, and, and that's exactly what it is. You know, these heavy metals create problems with um, the systems in the body. And that's something that we want to always try to um, avoid as much as possible. So instead of taking your, your child to your MD and saying, I need my flu shot, take him to your chiropractor, have him make sure that he's, he's getting all the nutrients that he needs, that his diet is in good shape, that his, his nervous system is balanced, and his immune system will take care of it. Um, so that's my recommendation. Manny, I know that you had a question about the flu shot. Hit me with it. Yeah, listen, Dr. Ray, every um... – I'm sure a lot of our listeners, um, they know that we do a lot of charity work, and it, it, this is our this is our main uh, season from Thanksgiving all the way to New Year's is when we do a lot of our charity work with Mario Soldiers, with Depend on Us, um, and uh, this year we we every year we go to Jolie Maggio's. Children's Hospital, and we go with um, uh, Santa Claus Jerry. A lot of a lot of our listeners know Jerry Jerry Wil- Jerry Wilcox. Um, we go with them and and uh, a few other uh, Santa's helpers, uh, and we go and take a take a nice toy for every kid in the hospital. Um, you know, depending if they're boy or girl, depending on their age, it's a great, great experience. And in previous years, Santa has been the only one uh, that has taken the flu shot uh, because he's the actual one that goes into the rooms. Uh, we don't. Santa's helpers really stay outside in the halls. We uh, we carry the all the toys. We carry all the you know we have big big uh big carts filled with toys and uh you know depending on the child and their age and their 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 gender we we go and and start getting everything ready for Santa and Santa you know it, it's a process because it's it's pretty much a whole day experience it's it's over 200 rooms in the whole hospital so this year um, they've asked all of us, even Santa's helpers, to uh, to get a flu shot. And uh, I've never taken a flu shot. I've never really have to have taken a flu shot. I've never, I never really get sick. Um, it's very, very rare that I get sick. And if I do, it's only for maybe a, a day or a couple of days, and then I'm back to normal. But um, I don't know, Doctor Ray. What do you What do you recommend? Well, what I recommend that you do um, is you head over to the Department of Health and you get a flu shot exemption form. Um, and you can get all kinds of vaccine vaccine exemption forms from there. A lot of schools require, um, you know, vaccines. Uh, hospitals, as I mentioned, are requiring that their employees get vaccines. But all you have to do is decline. Um, now, they may make you put on a mask um, so that you are not going to be breathing on people there or in the area, which I'm not quite sure exactly what it's going to do because the the theory is if you're vaccinated, then you're immune. So I'm not sure why they're so scared of people that are not vaccinated. Um, but, hey, you know, 
to me. Again, like I said, that, that's the whole mystery behind it, is that it's well, you know backwards. What? Dr. Ray, I, I don't know. Maybe we could save this for another show, or I don't know what's going on. But um, with this new Obamacare, I, I read some article there that they're they're thinking about um, put, implanting a microchip into every every person that um, that signs up for Obamacare. Is that true? Have you heard anything about this, or is that something for another show? That's definitely something for another show um, because I haven't heard anything about it. Um, and I tell you what, I, listen, I I don't want anything to do with that. You know, if that's the case, I'll pay my fine um, and I won't have insurance. I've had insurance for the past five, six, seven years. I've never been to the doctor once because I have no need. My body takes care of itself because I don't put anything into it because I get adjusted regularly, because I exercise regularly, because I live a healthy lifestyle. And that's all God intended. He gave us everything that we need for our body to be healthy. Um, and, and that's all that's necessary, you know. So definitely no need for flu shots, no need for all these crazy things that they're trying to force us into. Um, you know, the government wants a drug-down society that is, you know, willing to say whatever they need and dependent on the government. And it's not that way. Um, it's not that way, and it doesn't have to be that way. So if you have questions about the flu shot, moreover, um, you're more than welcome to send me an email to hit me on Twitter at Dr. Ray T. Um, if you go to my website, 353heal.com, I'm going to be putting out some info about the flu shot, uh, probably a blog post a little bit later on, and talk about, again, the things that you can do to help protect yourself um, and some of the ingredients that are in flu shots, again, so people, in case, you know, you heard all the stuff I said, but you have no idea what it is, you can kind of back up some of that info there, and you know a little bit about what's going on there, but um, definitely, Manny, I, we're going to have to talk about that on another show because I know we're running out of time here. We've got a, about five minutes or so left. Um, but, you know, the main thing is the flu shot is not required, should not be required. Um, that's a choice, and it should remain a choice that way. Um, and you should let the hospital know, listen, I, I really don't want to get vaccinated. I'll wear a hat. I'll wear, I'll wear a mask if I need to. Um, <clears throat> but if everybody there is vaccinated, what are you worried about? And I'm kind of interested to see what they're going to say to that one. Thank you, Dr. Ray. I'll uh, I'll try to do that. I'll um, I'll talk to um, talk to our representative over there at Joe D's and uh, see what we could do, man. I'm I'm open to to wearing a mask. That's not a big deal. We just stay in the hallways. We really don't go into the rooms. Um, we're just there to help out Santa and and try to brighten. Uh, those kids' day, man. It's really it's it's a great experience, man. I, I hope one day or one Christmas, uh, you're able to come along with me, man. It's it's a great experience. Definitely, I, I'd be more than happy to do that um, with you this Christmas. Um, I'm definitely always in for that, and and I would like to speak to the representative over there, Joe DiMaggio, as well too. So maybe we can do that together and and see what we got going on. Um, did we have? Um, I think you mentioned that we had some other some other Twitter questions. Is there anything else that we need to get into right now? Yeah. Um, here we go. Um, at Larry Frakes one wants to know, Doctor Ray, what changes do you see in the future of sport as far as equipment and the safety of players because of those changes? Huh. Okay. Well, 
<clears throat> I think that we've seen a lot of evolving, actually, as of recent, um, you know, with the targeting rule in college football, with the, you know, the, the quarterback protection, um, you know, as far as blows to the head and all those types of things. And we've seen a lot now at this point of what's going on with, you know, the awareness really is the main thing, you know, with all these football players coming coming up and saying, oh, I've had, you know, all these brain injuries for years and nobody ever said anything about it and the NFL was holding out on me. You know, we're seeing a lot of change with those kinds of things already, which I think is excellent. And I think as the science behind the injury, uh, the mechanisms of these injuries is studied more and more, we're just going to see more equipment come out that, that is lighter, um, stronger, more protective, more padding in the right areas. And, you know, very similar to what happened when, uh, you know, Dale Earnhardt died in the crash in, in uh, I think it was Daytona. You know, it didn't even seem that bad compared to everything that happened, but the equipment that he had was not enough to, to support him in the right areas, and, and that's unfortunately how he passed away. And the only the only problem is that every time that something happens, we need to continue to learn from experience. But the problem with that is is that, unfortunately, there has to be an experience first in order for a change to happen. The good thing is now is that we're being very proactive. The NFL is being very proactive because the amount of the lawsuits that they've had to pay out, unfortunately. Um, but it's turned into a good thing because the awareness is, is big now. You know, there's a lot of advertisements that I see now about only play football with a heads-up certified coach, which means somebody who's going to be paying attention to the techniques that they're teaching. You know, a lot of times these coaches, you know, they're, they're guys that just played football and they're good at coaching, but they don't know about the safety of the game. Um, and that's really, really important. So, um, that's football, for example. But, you know, in all sports, there's certain injuries that happen that can be prevented with the right type of pr protective equipment. And, and, you know, I think that it's always a, a person's choice. But, you know, some things are important for people to wear when they're, when they're out there playing. But I definitely think that we're going to see a lot of continuing change in the landscape of the rules of the game um, to protect people, as well as the uh, the equipment, as I mentioned, getting, you know, not only – lighter and, and easier to wear and more functional. But in addition to that, probably, you know, cooler and all kinds of crazy designs and all that kind of stuff. So I'm actually kind of excited to see what happens uh, with the future of sports and how they continue to evolve. Um, I'd just like to sure, you know, make sure that everything kind of stays the same, that, that, that new equipment doesn't necessarily give people an advantage, um, you know, because the record, holder, record holders deserve their place in history. Um, but definitely protection is very important. You got a great, you got great talk there, Yeah, actually, um, sorry, I had you on mute so that you could talk without any interruptions. Um, I have a question here from Peter from the Bahamas, which they are actually going to be... Um, traveling over here to Fort Lauderdale this weekend for the Toys for Tots uh, tournament at Mills Pond. But he he's listening to the show. He wants to know what do you think about pitchers? Because he was over here at the uh, City of Miami tournament, and he saw some of our pitchers from over here on, in Florida uh, wearing a pitcher's mask. Um he wants to know what you think about that, and do you think the future of slow pitch softball includes that? Well, 
I can tell you that I've personally seen a few people get hit in the face, and it's never been pretty. Um, thank God that, you know, there was some emergency response units quick in the area, but, you know, getting hit in the face is something that can that can be life-changing and life-altering, and if you can put a mask on, I think, you know, why not? You know, um, I, I definitely think that that's a good thing for the sport. Shin guards are another thing that I would recommend. I mean, with the way the technology is changing with the balls that, that fly out of the park and with the bats and, you know, no really loose regulation on shaving of the bats, I think it's an important thing. And, and I think that we're going to start to see more pitchers wearing more protective equipment. And I think it's an important thing. You know, I definitely agree with that because it's a great game, but it's also something that can cause, you know, a lot of, a lot of problems. Um, and, and really just like I, like I said before, take away quality of life. And, you know, we play the game to have fun but you don't want one game that you're having fun in to, to change your life for the rest of your life. Um, so, you know, I think that that's, I think that's important. That's great, Dr. Ray. I, I, I really like the question because, um, you know, you know how we are here at ISPS, man. We, we always think about the future. We always think about player safety, number one. And uh, we have actually uh, contemplated uh, making it a, a requirement for pitchers, and and maybe in, in the future it's going to be mandatory. And uh, maybe if they don't want to wear it, maybe they could sign a waiver, um, something like that. But man, it, it's like you said, man, it's never pretty, man. It's never pretty. And shin guards are are also something that I've seen out there, and and it's usually. Uh, some of the older guys, and I'm not talking about older, like, you know, really old. I'm talking about late 30s, early 40s that have been around softball for a long time. They've, they've seen it all, and, and, you know, they're smarter, so they they protect themselves. And, and it, it's it's logical, man. The, you know, you get a mask and get some shin guards out there, and, yeah, um I'm not going to mention any names, but some of our some of our uh, some of our teams that that participated in the worlds, uh, we saw some of their tweets and we saw some of their messages on Facebook that they were calling some of the pitchers here from the United States uh, little you know little girls and stuff like that. But in the United States, you know, there's a lot of you know <clears throat> the epidemic with the shaped bats and and. Uh, it's all about player safety here, man, and and it's it's weird to see catcher's gear on the mound instead of behind the plate. So uh, I guess they were tweeting back to their followers back in their countries, um, you know, some pictures of some of our pitchers with full catcher's gear uh, during the World Championships this past year, and, and it was kind of funny. It was just... They just have different mentality over there. I guess it's different mentality, and they don't have the epidemic of the of the shaved bats uh, like we do here. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's a big deal as well, too. You know, it's when those bats are shaved, you don't want to be in the way of those. Um, I'll tell you that. You know, they call the hot corner the hot corner. You know, um, playing third base is not even any fun uh, sometimes. You know, with especially with people that already hit the ball hard and they're out there using shaved bats. I mean, it's, it's difficult over there. You know, I've had balls where, you know, I try to get out of the way and, you know, I throw my glove where I hope the ball is going to be. And thank God I've been lucky up to this point, man. But, 
one time I got hit in the knee so hard I couldn't put any pressure on my leg for like, you know, at least three hours. I mean, I, I've never had to come out of a game. Um, and I stayed in the game, but I was hopping around, you know what I mean? It was, it's just not fun, man. It, you know, it takes the fun out of the game, you know, especially, you know, if, if you're not, if people are, are cheating, you know, and that's kind of what swinging a shade bat is, you know? So it's like, uh, you know, I think it's important to protect yourself because people aren't playing the game the right way. Um, and you should definitely be able to uh, take care of yourself. Now, I don't know if a, if a requirement is the way to go there. Um, a, a requirement with a waiver, I think, is a, is a good, is a better thing, um, definitely. But, you know, I think that definitely, definitely the suggestion of it is a good thing to do. Yeah, yeah, listen, at the end of the day, I'm all for, uh, you know, democratic uh politics so uh we have to give them a way out hey you know we give you the option i i think we think that it should be mandatory but if you don't want to use it go right ahead man but please sign this waiver just in case anything happens to you we are not liable we we recommended it to you you know i hope um i hope you reconsider but um please sign this waiver if you're not going to use it I think that's Definitely. a that's a good way to go, man. Definitely, I I, I agree with it 100 percent, Manny. I think that's a good thing, and another way that ISPS is innovating and and you know making sure that we're taking care of our players as well too. You know that's the big thing. You can play softball anywhere, but you're not always protected when you're playing, and that's something that you want to remember. Exactly, man, and and. I understand we might get some beef about it at the beginning because uh, people are never going to see uh, your point of view. They might see, you know, from a different point of view, or they might think that you are trying to maybe even sell them a pitcher's mask or some type of thing, some type of ridiculous thing that we, we're not even in the business of making pitcher's masks. We just, we're in the business of running softball tournaments. And the number one most difficult position on the softball field is the pitcher. There's 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 hardly any pitchers out there. Number one, because it's it's the most dangerous position out there on our fields. Uh, so not everybody's gonna want. I will never pitch in my life. I don't know about you, Doctor Ray. Oh yeah, I've seen you pitch, but I would never do it. Are you crazy? Not me. I, I'm not. I'm an outfielder. Get me as far away from the contact of the bat and the ball as possible. So, um, but yeah, man, and and we're in the business of making tournaments. So we have to take care of that position that is the most dangerous position on the field, which is the the most scarce uh, product out there, man, the pitcher. Definitely. Couldn't agree anymore. Could not agree anymore, Manny. So, you know, I think that's a good thing, my friend. Sorry, sorry for letting me go on my on my little rant there, Doctor Ray. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate you letting me go on my rant. I know we've we've gone uh, past the the usual hour show, but uh, we continue, man. Let's go. Let's keep going. Let's keep it going. All right, my man. Well, um, I guess the only thing left for us to really talk about here is. Uh, fantasy football, man. So why don't we go ahead and finish up on there? Why don't you go ahead and tell me all your excuses, and then we'll go ahead and talk about fantasy football. I don't know. I, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I don't have any excuses, dude. I, um, you know, a little bit too little, too late. I, uh, man, I had a great game this past weekend. I, I beat, um, Anisivia Bale Bonds, uh, which I was right behind in eighth place behind, uh, Anisivia Bale Bonds and yourself in sixth place. And, um, at the end of the day, all three of us, Ended up with the same uh, record, but you you ended up edging both of us uh, with the most points, which I think you might have had something to do with that, and I think you might have manipulated uh, the final point standings in your favor. Uh, so I'm out. I'm out, Dr. Ray. I think you should have put everybody in the playoffs since this, is, this was going to be our inaugural season for the Hot Corner Fantasy Football League. But, um, yeah, I'm out. Eighth place, I'm out. What can I say? I got you, man. Well, listen, it was uh, it was a hard-fought season. You know, it was a very, very close, um, very, very close matchup between everybody. Um, and, you know, I mean, the the first-place team was 9-4, and four, um, and the ninth-place team was 5-8. and eight. So, you know, just a couple games difference there. Um, but... I mean, it, it was, overall, it was a very competitive league, and it always is that way um, when it's only a 10-team league because the talent pool is much bigger. And, you know, injuries play a big role, and the stars that really shine, those guys play a big role. But, I mean, we had LL Cool Cake come through, and she just went on a winning streak to take first place, man. And she's got the most points scored um, throughout the whole year. So her team has been on fire, man, and she definitely deserves to be there. Um, it's pretty funny looking yeah, shout down out. now. Go ahead. Shout out to LL Cool K, man. I'm 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 disappointed we weren't able to get her on the show tonight. But shout out to her, man. She hey, you know she took first place, man. Great for her, man. A girl in our, in our fantasy football league. One time for the Definitely ladies. So. Yeah, the shout out to the ladies. So the first place, the first ever first place goes goes to Caitlin. Um, and Team LL Cool K, which is awesome. Um, definitely want to congratulate her. Then we have Han. The Renegade in second place. Uh, we've got Tony from the Bus Drivers in third place. And then we've got Bortal Combat. And then in fifth place, we've got my man John Fisher, who's the only anomaly. Um, everybody up to that point was scoring, um, as far as points four, in pretty much consecutive order with the most points scored at the top. And then we've got John, who somehow snuck in there um, with only 1,400 points scored. He actually had the second or the third highest point total score throughout the whole entire year. Um, but he managed to be playing the right people at the right time. Um, and he's, and he snuck in there in fifth place with a seven and six record. Um, you know, even a game better than myself. So, uh, congratulations to John and the Fisher law firm law firm. And then it's myself in sixth place with, um, the most points out of the six and seven records, which was you, my, uh, myself and I don't bail bonds. But um, we're looking forward to the playoffs now where the first and second seed have a bye. Um, so this week it's myself playing the number uh, number three seed, Tony, the bus drivers, and then Bortle Combat playing against Fisher Law Firm. So I'm excited to see what's going to go down this week. Um, both of the matchups are really, really close within five points of each other. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. Um, it's going to be a very, very, very competitive week here. Um, and I'm only in the playoffs in two out of my five leagues. Um I don't know what happened to me this year. Maybe all the work and too much, 
too many leagues. I gotta I gotta decrease my leagues next year, man. Five, it's like a full time job each one of them, you know. No, I I totally hear you, man. This hey, but let me tell you, I am uh, totally psyched up for next year already, man. I'm uh, I'm getting ready, man, uh, for the hot corner show. I I hope I hope next year I do a little bit better. Um, but eighth place is not good. Eighth out of ten, that's not good. That's not good for us. Hey, well, listen. You know, at least you weren't at the bottom of the the bottom of the cellar there. Um, but listen, Manny. There's always next year. That's the great thing about the uh, the hot corner fantasy football listener league. We're going to be doing this for years to come, and uh, maybe next year we'll expand it to a 12 team league as more of our listeners want to get in there. Um, and we're just going to continue to have fun with it. And uh, you know, maybe next hey, year we'll Dr. have Ray. some prizes and some incentives. Oh no, we have we have a couple of prizes for the winner this year. Not don't worry about that. But um, Dr. Ray, I wanted to ask you, what do you, who do you think is going to win the um, the playoffs this week? Who do you think is going to advance uh, to play the uh, number one and number two uh, seeds? Well, looking um, looking at the projections here, um, let's go ahead and go to it, and I'll tell you right now. I know that. I'm currently projected to beat Tony here, 135 to 131. Um, you know, Big Ben could have a down week. Um, he's got some players that can definitely, you know, have big games. I like his team. Um, I got one of my running backs that's questionable, Andre Ellington. If he's hurt, you know, he went down last week, and that hurt me a lot. He only got 1.5 points. He went out in the first quarter, and that really hurt. But, um Hopefully he'll be able to play this week because if not, I'm going to have to make a move on on uh, picking somebody up there. But I'm pretty confident that my team is going to come through here. I, I really like my team, and, uh, you know, I think that I should be able to pull it out here. Now, looking at, at the other matchup um, between uh, fourth and fifth place, um, this matchup is as far as the um, as far as the projections go, about as close as you can get with John Fisher actually projected to outscore Bortle Combat here, 134.87 to 134.01. So, man, it doesn't get wow. much closer than that when the projections are out there. So, you know, I, I really like uh, Bortle Combat's team. I think he's got players that have a lot of high upside and kind of low ceiling. Um, I actually wouldn't be surprised if he won the league, to be quite honest with you. I'm not sure how he's got only a 7-6 and six record. He must have been really unlucky. Um, but he's got some guys with a lot of high upside. And I think Fisher's team has been getting hot, um, but I think this might be the end of the run for him. What about the Jafakin and uh, LL Cool K? What do you think about those two teams? Well, as a matter of fact, it, it doesn't really matter at this point because they're both on bye, um, and they each play the winner of the two games this week. So I haven't really checked out their lineups this week, but – I know that they're they're happy that they don't have to worry about their lineups this week, and uh, all they have to do is worry about you know next week and seeing who wins. Now, what about this, Doctor Ray? I've uh, I've heard about other fantasy football leagues where people, players, owners have uh, sold their players at the end of the league, at the end of the season to try to. I know that this league is a totally free league. There's no gambling here on the Hot Corner Show with Dr. Ray. Um, 
But what do you, what do you think about that? Dumping out some of your best players to try to win some of your money back, even though you're not gonna you're not gonna win anything, uh, but you could help somebody else uh, win your win some money and maybe split the pot. Uh, have you ever heard of, of fantasy football leagues where this has happened? Man, I've heard about just about everything that can go down in a fantasy football league. Um, but that's the commissioner's job to make sure that none of that is happening, to make sure that there's no collusion, um, and make sure that, you know, it's a fair league for everybody because, you know, you, you don't want to have these transactions going on on the side. And, you know, you can tell what's fair and what's not fair as the commissioner, and you got it's your job to uphold that and to make sure that it stays that way for everybody in the league. Um, so if that's going on in your league, um, kick the commission out because he's dirty um, and join another league, that would be my suggestion. Now, another question here. Um, what about this whole Ray Rice situation um, and uh, Adrian Peterson? Are, do you think they're going to be uh, in for the playoffs? What do you What do you think about those players? As a, as a, as a league commissioner, would you put them in into the uh draft and 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 make them a uh available free agent for some of these playoff teams to pick them up right now in the playoffs? Definitely. I mean, listen, if they're if they're if they're allowed to play by the NFL, there's no reason that your commissioner should not allow them to play as well too. Um, you know, you're going to take a chance because you don't know who's going to pick them up. You don't know if they're going to play well. You don't know if they've been keeping up their conditioning, there's so many variables there. And so it's extremely boom or bust. Um, and, you know, for the people that need to that need to take that chance, hey, let them go ahead and take the chance. It may work out for them. It may not, you know. But that's what fantasy football is all about, is taking the right chances and hoping that, the, that those chances pay off for you. I like it. I like it, Dr. Ray. Now, listen, um, I have another question here about fantasy sports, but it's not fantasy football. It's about fantasy baseball. Uh, we have Jimmy from Little Havana. He's asking about fantasy baseball. Is Dr. Ray going to host a fantasy baseball league coming up for this 2015 season? Well, I can pretty much guarantee it um, because fantasy baseball is really my first love. Um, I love playing fantasy football, but for me, fantasy baseball is much, much more fun. I know a lot more about baseball than I know about football, um, and I'm definitely excited to host the fantasy, fo- uh, fantasy baseball listeners league for the hot corner, um, definitely. So as as the season approaches, we'll talk more about that, and we'll get into it for sure, um, and we'll definitely get all the information out so that we can have our listeners join the league um, and we can have all our prizes and everything set up for them as well. Sounds great. I'm I'm actually excited about that, Dr. Ray. And um, I don't know if you have a couple more seconds, Dr. Ray. I have a personal, not personal, but I have a question for the show of, about Giancarlo Stanton. What do you think about uh, Giancarlo Stanton and the and the Marlins and the the whole deal and the the 2015 season? I'm excited about it. Um, I think it's a great sign that the Marlins, you know, went ahead and signed uh, Giancarlo. Um, I think it's definitely a, a great sign for the fan base here. Um, so they see that they're committed to having a good quality product on the team. I know people love going down to the stadium and watch Giancarlo hit a bomb. Um, it's awesome. 
you know, even the even the statue out in the field looks pretty cool when when Stanton hits a bomb and lights it up. Um, he gets a lot of publicity. You know, he's he's a, a big face in the game now, um, and I just think it's awesome. You know, for the game for the Marlins, and uh, I, I couldn't be happier about it. I think you know with the way that these contracts are going, and the fact that the Marlins have the biggest contract in North American sports. I mean, it's it's a great sign. Um, I don't think that, you know, I mean, after, I mean, he's making sixty five thousand dollars a day, which I think is a little bit excessive. Um, Unbelievable. But the kid, Unbelievable. the kid deserves it. You know what I mean? The kid deserves it, man. He's been awesome. He's been amazing. Um, and I can't wait to watch him out there. And hopefully, the fact that he took that one in the face last year doesn't affect him so much, and he's able to to continually put a, a quality product out there in the field and and just play great like he has been. Amazing. I'm I'm actually excited to see him now in the in the new season and and also a healthy uh, Jose, healthy Jose. That that's gonna that's kind of catchy. A healthy Jose out there on the pitcher's mound. What do you think about that, Doctor Ray? Man, I think that I, I'm excited for the future of the Marlins. You know, they were in it this year, and uh, now we've got hopefully healthy next year. The best young hitter in the game the best young pitcher in the game, and uh, it's looking good for the franchise. You know, maybe we can start to create a, a winning attitude down here um, that's led by our by our uh, team owners, you know, and hopefully it'll just continue to thrive and grow and the fans get involved and, you know, baseball continues to grow because I think it's a great sport. And, you know, if you're smart, you want your kids playing baseball because, as you can see, that's where the money is. And uh, that's those are the longest careers, you know. I mean, average football career is three years. Average baseball career, I think, is like seven or eight. So, you know, you can make more money, more time, and you don't have to worry about using a cane as you get older. So um, I, I'm pretty sure that's going to wrap up the show for tonight. want to thank everybody for listening. We'll see you next week on The Hot Corner. Be well.
This phone drives me crazy. Excuse me, I'm the Sprinter and from Sprint. Try my new iPhone XR with an amazing liquid retina display. This is amazing. Mind if I snap a few photos? Look at that color. I love this display. I, uh, I'm going to need that back. Switch to Sprint and get iPhone XR 64 gigabytes for $0 per month with an eligible trade-in and a Sprint Flex lease. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com slash iPhone, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1. Phone $0 per month for 18 months after thirty one twenty five per month credit applied within two bills. If cancel early, remaining balance due. Excludes tax subject to credit. $30 activation fee. Coverage and offer not everywhere. Restrictions apply. Ugh, this phone drives me crazy. Excuse me, I'm the Sprinter and from Sprint. Try my new iPhone XR with an amazing liquid retina display. This is amazing. Mind if I snap a few photos? Look at that color. I love this display. I, uh, I'm going to need that back. Switch to Sprint and get iPhone XR 64 gigabytes for $0 per month with an eligible trade-in and a Sprint Flex lease. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com slash iPhone, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1. Phone $0 per month for 18 months after thirty one twenty five per month credit applied within two bills. If cancel early, remaining balance due. Excludes tax, subject to credit, $30 activation fee, coverage and offer not everywhere. Restrictions apply.